Welcome to Offscreen Babble with Shade and Kyle, where we talk about TV shows and movies we've seen recently. Today, we talk about Megan, or as Shade likes to call it, M3gan. Yes, M3gan. Uh-huh. Um, so, I'm going to insert a clip right now of us, our reaction, a non-spoiler reaction of us in our car after seeing the movie, and then we'll come back and talk about the movie more non-spoilers and then get into spoilers so here is that clip okay so we're trying to do this thing car thoughts we're in the car after seeing the movie and it was amazing no notes my only note is more dancing (laughs) yeah i I would agree with that actually more dancing i went into this thinking uh, first of all, I don't know. It's going to be scary. I don't like scary movies. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that it looked like, okay, it's just going to be ridiculous and stupid. And, you know, I guess okay. it'll be a fun time. Oh, Jesus. I went into this being going to be amazing, best movie ever. And it uh, was, and in all honesty, it was better than what I expected. Yeah. Like, I thought, oh, it's going to be good, but I know what kind of movie this is. And actually, it did stuff that I wasn't expecting. And... It made like this is a good movie. That, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like I thought it was gonna be fun to watch, but not good. Sure. But it actually is good. Yeah, it's and a good like, movie. And I was like, uh, you know, because you go into it like she's like dancing and stuff like this is ridiculous. But mm-hmm. the way they set up the story, it makes sense. And you're like, oh, okay, this works. Yeah. And it's you know, it's it's really it's good. You, like. I feel like the trailers, you knew what kind of movie it was going to be. And it is, but it's more, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, it's, you it's know what kind of movie deeper. it's going... Exactly. And it's PG-13, so, like, as far as, like, how scary and gory, no. It wasn't, like, that, that level, Kyle, as somebody who doesn't watch horror movies, you were able to handle the yeah. level of, like, scariness. For sure, yeah. It wasn't... Because scary. I think it's very telegraphed. I don't think that's the point. Like... I think they had opportunities to do jump scares and they didn't take those opportunities. Instead, they did something else. And oh, also, the movie is funny. It's really. It's very funny, but not in a like stupid way. You're not laughing at it, you're laughing with it. It knows it's funny and it's doing doing a good job. It's not like doing like Sharknado like humor where they know it's the joke or whatever and it becomes like not funny. It's doing like, no, we have real jokes. We're telling us like. There's visual jokes. There's just, like, small moments that are funny. It, yeah. It's a funny... It's a comedy. It's a horror. It's a drama. Yeah. Yeah. M3gan should win an Academy Award. Will you, will you now say Megan? No, I'm going to say M3gan. Oh, God. Because that is the name. No. And <laughs> And I am very... This is obviously a non-spoiler initial thoughts, but I am very happy to be in the world of M3gan. I, I, want, I want more... It was great. So, yeah, I thought those are my thoughts. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised how much I, I liked it. And uh, If they did a sequel, would yeah. you want to see it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's also a good one to see in theaters because everybody's Yeah, everyone's having a good time. Everyone's able, like, I mean, we had an interesting theater experience, but overall, many yeah. people were, like, into it, and they were laughing the entire time because it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like there are moments that are scary, but then it's, like, funny scary. Yeah. Which it, definitely just, helps. It's just a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, well and I, and I know it's early. Best movie of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, like, sorry. Yeah. 
Best movie of the year. I, I, uh-huh. I'm very curious what movie could top this experience and just it, it being the, the quality level. What movie sure. is going to... I mean, Mission Impossible. But... Let's see, because <laughs> I don't know. It's got a high bar to hit now. I, Truly, yeah. 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 All right, do we have anything good. else to say about our car thoughts, or we're good? Uh, no, go out and see it. Okay, so in our non-spoiler section, our actual recording, we may repeat a few things that we just said in the car. I don't even remember everything that we said in the car, but um, it's an amazing movie. Like... Yeah, I think this is repeating that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we said that. <laughs> yeah, like I think the main point that I'd want to get in case somebody's still listening to this who hasn't seen the movie. Well, also, I just wanted to say this is what uh, a day after. Yeah, that we we're saw the movie yesterday. Yes. So, so you know, we've had the night to mull it over as well. Yes. Yeah. We're, it's not just, or we're not on a high yeah. off of seeing the movie. We've thought about it. Yeah. Exactly. And um, yeah, we, we haven't really talked about it again. Since yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good, it's great. Like, I, I think overall the movie is what you think it is, but more. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, I would say, more suspenseful. Like, they do some things that are creative in some of the scares. They don't resort to cheap scares, I would say. Yeah. That you think, oh, they're going to do this thing. I don't, they didn't do that, in my opinion. Uh, it's also funnier. Like, I think everyone saw the trailer and they were laughing. And I think maybe the fear would be that, oh no, are they, are they too proud of themselves being funny and they're going to be too into it? Or is it not really going to comment on the humor? Right. Mm -hmm. And instead it, they know they're funny, but they're well-constructed jokes. Like it's. Well, and not. And not that many jokes, but uh, just Scenarios. funny situations yes. and visual uh, things that are funny. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just kind of overall funny and, like, ridiculous, but not in a dumb way. Yeah, exactly. I think you yesterday were very much like, the movie isn't stupid. And I thought yeah. it was going to be. And I was like, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I never thought it was going to be stupid, but I did think it was just going to be like, oh, it's fun, which I guess is a passive way of saying like, oh, it's not of substance. It's not it's not yeah. a real movie, but it's fun. Um, and no, it's a real movie. It's good. And yes, it is fun as well. And but it, it has some substance to it, too. Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff that it's talking about is like obviously uh, trauma and specifically, if you were given M. Thregan, what that could do to you, uh, specifically a child. Um, but I think. Yeah, and like someone who needs to take on responsibility that they don't expect uh, and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I definitely think that they could have maybe. Oh, well, no, I think they focused on that more. Um, I think that. You know, there is a character, I'm being vague because I know we're in non-spoilers, but I'll be more specific when we get into spoilers. Uh, There's a character that I feel like we should learn more about how they're dealing with this situation uh, grief-wise, but we didn't Mm. really delve into that. But yeah, overall, great movie. Um, Can't wait for the sequel because I just feel like all these horror movies always have a sequel, so like... I can't, and I think it's doing really well uh, financially. Mm-hmm. So cool. I assume they will do that. Um, but yeah, are we are we going to buy this movie once it's available? 
you know, obviously seeing it once, it feels like a rewatchable movie. I agree. So I don't I don't tend to buy movies, but I could see this being a purchase because it seems yeah. rewatchable. Because I, so. I think we definitely want to see it again. Yes. But yeah, the question is, will we buy it? I would be down for buying it. Yeah. And I assume yeah. that um it's definitely I definitely want to see it again. So yeah. that is absolutely gonna happen. When and I, I can imagine to. years from now, uh, you know, somebody randomly you're like you haven't seen M. Thregan? I mean, then, yeah, <laughs> it is one of those things where it's like, if you are like Kyle, who's afraid of horror movies, this is doable, correct? For sure, yeah. So I could see someone being like, oh, it's a horror movie. I'm not into that. Or thinking, yeah. oh, it looks dumb, like whatever, some cheesy movie, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I could see somebody not seeing it for those yeah. reasons. However, because we know that it's more than that, I hope people see it. Yeah. Uh, but yes, there are just like fun moments in this. Uh, it is a creative, the way that they tie the story together is smart and not exactly what I thought. Like it, mm -hmm. here's a slight spoiler, but it's not really, I really thought, Oh, M3 is going to be in the first five minutes of this movie. And really yeah. it's like 30 minutes before we meet M3. So I, I think just, just for the record. Everyone calls her Megan. Yeah, but doesn't M. Thregan sound better? No. Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> uh, but okay, let's get into spoilers so we could be more specific about the movie. But again, go see it if you haven't. If for some reason you're listening to this and you haven't seen the movie. Oh my God, I just saw in our notes that you're uh, spelling it out, M. Thregan. Yeah, so people know how to say it. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into spoilers. Okay. All right, spoilers for M. Thregan. Um, okay, so let's like let's walk through this movie real quick. First off, the first surprise was how it started. And it started with the funky uh corporation commercial. Yeah. I believe yeah. that what that's what it was called. Mm -hmm. And they had the perpetual pet, P-U-R, perpetual, like yeah. purring. Um yeah, yeah. And that looked oh, like I a demon type toy because it had the tiny little teeth. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot I wanted to say in the non-spoiler section that uh, I really liked Ronnie Chang in it and was happy he got to be in it. Yeah, you know him from The Daily Show, right? Yeah, and uh, I think maybe I saw his stand-up. We saw him do stand-up live at, okay. like, I forget what thing, but we saw his yeah, stand-up yeah. once. And we saw, he, he like, aired, showed an episode a of a episode TV show. An episode of something that I never know if it actually had a full season or not. It I was, have no I idea. I think it was, like, an Australian TV show that maybe he was trying to get brought here. Yeah, I have no idea. But anyway, yeah. yes, you anyway, are a fan of him. Yeah, he's good. So I was happy about that. Um, anyway. But, yeah, the show, or the movie starts with funky commercial, which mm -hmm. is is shot so much like a commercial that for a hot second before I saw this scary toy, I was like, wait, we just started the movie. Why are we seeing a commercial again? Yeah. And then realized, okay, no, this is how they're starting the, the movie, and this is how they're going to tie it in, which makes sense. Like, okay, it's a toy company. Uh, I was gonna say yeah, Megan. That, sorry, and Thregan <laughs> is a toy. Uh, uh -huh. So that yeah, that was the thing that I think really tied it together and made it make a lot more sense because before you didn't know that, and it's just like okay, this movie's gonna be ridiculous because there's this, uh, you know, animatronic or like 
android thing that is then like dancing and doing ridiculous things and it's like right at the beginning you're like oh it's a toy company so it's supposed to be fun and silly it's for children yes so Basically, we learned that Allison Williams uh, works for Funky. We are put into the car of her sister, uh, brother-in-law, and her niece. Unfortunately, I do not remember anybody's name except for M. Thregan, so I'm just referring to them as okay. <laughs> their relation to Allison Williams. Uh, but Do you remember her name? No. <laughs> what is it? Uh, I'll, I'll look no, it up. It's fine. But point is... Um, they're, the parents Katie die. Katie is the daughter, right? Okay. I'll, I'll just go into the name. Sorry. Gemma is Allison Williams. Okay. Katie is the uh, her niece. So, yeah. okay. So, anyway, uh, we we this is the part where you know what's going to happen. We see the car crash, uh, and we know, okay, she's going to lose her parents, which is yeah. horrific. And she has a perpetual pet. And uh, her mom is kind of like, oh, why she has screen time and blah, blah, blah. So it's like kind of a common concern, I would think, for parents of young children and that maybe she's too much on her phone or on her uh, tablet or whatever, you know? Yeah. So anyway, uh, car accident happens. And then immediately she is we, – we go to actually – funky headquarters and we see Allison Williams, Gemma, and she is working on a new perpetual pet and there's a competitor that has come out with another version. I forget what the other version was called, but the... I it, guess, it looks kind of like a Furby. It looks like a Furby but Bo- with demon teeth. Like yeah. Little like tiny, just teeth that look scary. Okay. And then uh, the competitor had a butt that glowed or like, and it was like a mood ring butt, so the butt changed. Man, I did not remember. Yes, because in, in the commercial for that one, they're like, "Oh, and its butt changes by its mood, or whatever." <laughs> so like, and it seems dumb, but it also seems like this could be popular. Do I for think kids, the design yeah. of the perpetual pet would actually sell? No, I think it was it is I mean, nightmare Furby, inducing. Furby did. Yes, but Furby looks like a bird. I'll and tell it has you what, huge Furby eyes. was scary. It's a little scary looking, right? It was very yes, scary. And but, the fact that it like talked to But imagine stuff. if Furbies, instead of having a beak, had no lips and crazy like weird teeth. Weird human teeth. Yeah. That's that's scarier. But again, it could happen. But point is the competitor is making a toy that's very similar, but it's cheaper. And Gemma is more interested in trying to create a robot. Like, she's trying to create this robot, but her boss... uh, Who is the CEO of the company, which, now that I think about it, a little crazy that that she reports directly to the CEO and is an engineer. They were trying to establish that she doesn't technically work for Funky, that she is, like... Um, an engineer. She's like worried oh. that they were gonna get that they were gonna get sued for spending the money that they were giving them. So it it was like her relationship huh. to him was like as an outside part. Yeah, she's of the, a contractor. Yeah, it kind of seemed like it was trying to establish some type of uh, relationship like that. But huh. anyway, point is, uh, she is wanting to do a robot instead, but her CEO or her, her boss 
is like Ronnie Chang. Yeah, it's like no, don't. And her demonstration goes horribly wrong. But this is where some of the humor comes in because they put like the mask on, so we're seeing our first glimpse of M. Thregan, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when it malfunctions and it does like a sassy uh, look. But what happens is it obviously malfunctions. It's not ready yet. She's rushing it because she's kind of caught off guard. And the, some of that was funny, like seeing the sassy face, like it wasn't mm-hmm. working. You know, like things like that that I wasn't expecting to be funny were funny. Anyway, cut to her having to take care of her niece. Now, the only criticism I would have, I guess I have two criticisms for the movie. Ooh. One is that they absolutely needed more da- dancing of M3. Yeah, I agree. Like we got a ta- we got that taste which we all saw in the trailer. Yeah. But I was like, "Oh, well there's clearly more and there yeah. really wasn't." And mm-hmm. I wanted more. I wanted a full thing. So, yeah. That's a criticism. The other one is that I would say for Gemma, her sister died. And while she is stressed and we see her stress of taking on the responsibility of being a parental figure for her niece, we never really see her deal with, oh, and my sister is dead. Yeah. Like, never. I I, I don't even think she ever, like, she at one point later says, I miss her too. Yeah. But, like, that's, like, the only time, and we never really see her fight with that. She Maybe she doesn't even have to say it. We never really see her kind of, like, Oh, she's struggling because she's trying to ignore that fact that her sister died or so- yeah, something. Yeah. So that's the only t- thing I would say as a criticism. Yeah, because I, you know, you could start to say, "Oh, she's just ignoring it and throwing herself into her work." But then when she's confronted with it and saying to Katie, "I miss her too," mm-hmm. then you would expect then that hits her differently and stronger. Where she's like, "Oh my God, like I've been ignoring it, but I miss her too." Like. I Something. did just lose my sister, you know. Like, yeah. So it's it doesn't seem like oh she's been ignoring it and uh you know has thrown herself into her work, but yeah we we don't really go into that too much. So yeah, I, I agree it would have been more real if they went into that a little. Yes, more. but here's the thing: that's my those are my only two criticisms, and I still think the movie is great. So like yeah. I you know it wasn't like oh man the movie it took away from the movie or whatever. But anyway, no, yeah, exactly. We see basically the thing that I think they did a good job of is establishing like, oh, no, um, she is a person who is happy being a childless adult who has her stuff that she likes, goes to work, and that's what she does. It seems like that's what she's happy with. Mm -hmm. And then like she has these like collectibles that are toys, but then her niece is like, oh, can I play with them? And it's like, no, you don't play with collectible toys you just look at them and you know like yeah it's kind of like a difference of like that's hard to tell a child like no these are toys that you just look at you don't yeah. <laughs> play with these toys um but i think this does um that and i i think this movie i'm i'm flat i'm kind of jumping around but it does a really good job of setting stuff up which yes we all know is coming but like at the beginning when we meet is it Buddy or Billy, her first robot that she made, that Gemma made. Oh, yeah. She, You see how it works. She's like, are you sure you want to know how it works? And it feels like, like I, I mean, me, I know, okay, this is obviously going to come back. We're going into mm-hmm. detail because the little girl needs to know how it works because at the end of the movie, that's how you're going to get rid of M. Thregan, right? Like, 
I didn't think that. Oh, you didn't? Okay. I kind of was like, yeah, this is how. I don't how. watch horror movies. And not even about a horror movie, just about the fact that they're spending so much time with it. I was just like, oh, that's nice. She's like teaching Interested. About <laughs> She's curious yeah. about something. Well, and because it's like, I would imagine myself doing something like that. Sure, sure. I want to go back to the point you made about them not diving into Gemma's feelings and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it, and I think it's also a more general uh, issue with the movie, which, you know, it's not that type of movie, really, so it's fine. But mm-hmm. uh, they kind of go over, they like, it feels like there's a cut of this movie where they did dive deeper into her and they took it out because like the collectible thing, mm-hmm. like I can imagine there definitely would have been a scene with like, why, uh, you know, why do you have all these collectibles and like something about her background of like why she sure. loves these things and whatever. And then like the part where she's playing with the toy and she's saying, like, well, that's not how you're supposed to play with it. And then yeah. she's like, but, yeah, we could just roll it around. And it feels like there was, like, a something else they were going to say I mean, with p- that. But potentially, but I feel like that scene establishes just the fact that she is just not ready to, one, be a parent, and two, like, was happy with her situation. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, that scene. So, basically... She is now the guardian of her niece, but then has a therapist come to, I guess, see how she's doing because her, I guess. I think it's like court mandated. Yeah. Her her grandparents on the dad's side. So Mm -hmm. Katie's grandparents also are wanting custody of her. Yeah. So there's this tension of like wanting custody and. You would think Gemma would be okay with that, but she makes like some reference, like, "Oh, her grandparents are weird. They're from Florida, like whatever." Like, so she makes like some comments there. Yeah, and, and also she said, "You know, it was my sister's wish that I took them." Okay, so yes, I'm respect okay, that. okay, I forgot that. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, um, I think that overall the tension at first is okay. She wants to keep her niece and. She needs to be cool. So that's when she awkwardly opens up the toy to make it seem like, yeah, Yeah, I'm cool with this. (laughs) And it's like, oh, she hates this, you know, like whatever. But then when she gets she gets some idea uh, when she's talking to her niece and I forget exactly what happens, but she's like, oh, if you if I actually made that doll or that robot you would like this and this robot could take care of you and maybe even better than I can. Like, okay, let me move forward with it. So she finally does M3 again. Well, yeah, the the one line that Katie says that makes her is, um, she's like, if I had a toy like this, I'd never need another toy. Oh, yes, because she's meeting her first uh, robot that she made, whatever that toy was. Bobby. Yeah, I, buddy. I don't know. I, it's not. Buddy it's not in the uh, Wikipedia, Wikipedia, so I don't oh, know. Huh. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so she moves forward with M three again. The uh, CEO is like, "This is gonna be dumb," but then it works. And is this where she cries about her parents? No, that's no. That's later. Time, that's no. okay. That's when they do the display. Okay. So yeah. So she moves forward with M three again, which. 
here's part of the issue for Gemma. She's not really thinking about her niece's best interest because the thing is going to pair to her, which means that now her niece has to be the spokesperson for this toy, which is maybe not the smartest thing because she's a grieving nine-year-old whose parents just died. And that shows up when they have to do some type of display, like exhibit thing um, in front of investors or something. Mm -hmm. And she immediately goes off script and starts crying and M. Thregan is like seems like the perfect companion because yeah. she's like, "What's wrong?" She starts singing, which yeah, that when, was hilarious. <laughs> when she starts singing, it felt like, "Am I losing my mind?" Like <laughs> she's singing, but for a ch- a children's toy, that seems appropriate. Oh, for sure. You know, and also yeah. kids love like Disney movies or whatever, where people just burst out in song. The idea of having your toy sing to you. I'm sure that's a very like comforting. And I think it's a pretty normal thing for a toy. Sure. But this is extra personal because it's like, Oh, you're crying. I'm going to sing to you now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then also she's like, Oh, you want to draw something? And then they draw something. I think this, I'm mixing up the two times she interacted, but she's like, Oh, I'll draw something for you. And then, it's nothing. And then she accidentally on purpose spills the water. So, so now she's like clever because yeah. she's like, she spilled it on purpose, but was like, Oh, whoops. Like yeah. that was an accident. No, it wasn't. I made this masterpiece. That's only yeah. going to be revealed with a water reveal. Like it's just yeah, like, yeah. it's so insane. It's, but it's funny. Like yeah. when this happens and uh, to just cut it short, M. Thregan, you're on her side, I would say, 80% of the movie, right? Uh, I don't know about 80%. Okay, let's, let's go through it. So, uh, so, okay, go ahead. Okay, so the first issue, there's a neighbor, and the neighbor has a dog, okay? Okay. And here's the thing. I don't love that she killed the dog. I, I was really kind of hoping that she, like gave the dog up or something but she she absolutely yeah, kills the dog yeah. she she went out of town she I, took it to a here's the thing farm i would have loved that i would have yeah. loved that but she does kill a dog she does kill a dog that is messed up we don't see it we don't see it which thankfully but mm-hmm. um the dog earlier bit katie right yeah. and so i was uh, like i thought she's supposed to keep her safe well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that's how M. Thregan felt. So she's like, well. Yeah, she's like, I failed and I'll never fail again. Exactly. So I'll kill. So she kills this neighbor's dog. The neighbor is like, I know, Gemma, you did this or your little doll thing did it or whatever. And then she ends up killing the neighbor. So that's fucked up. So these are these are her fucked up moments, okay? Okay. The bully kid. Which I have to say, I love that they established right away. So M. Thregan is four feet tall. They established right away that this bully kid had a growth spurt. So he's taller than all the other nine-year-olds, but only by a little bit. Uh-huh. Because they obviously want him later on to steal M. Thregan. So he can't be the same height as her. So he's a little bit taller. Yeah. But then he's a bully. Uh, he bullies Katie. And then steals M. Thregan because she's not responding to him because she's only paired to uh, Katie. And she decided not to. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I know. 
And then she finally, after he, like, in a very uncomfortable moment, is, like, taking off her shoe, slaps her so hard. And you're like, what the heck is happening with this kid? She then decides to pull his ear. And it's, like, it's stretching. We are seeing it stretch. That I don't know if an ear would do that. but I don't want to find out. But, yeah, I don't want to find out. And it was scary. Um and then she uh, rips it off. Rips Part it of off. It at least she starts chasing him by running like a dog. Yeah. Um. All this is scary, but funny at the same time. Yep. Because again, the kid. We're introduced to the kid. His mom is like, "Oh, he had a growth spurt." Hey, um, Tom, Tommy, do you need a jacket? And then he says, fuck off, Karen, or something. Like, yeah. something like that. So we're like, okay, this kid's intense. And then he's bullying Katie. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, also, like, hurt her by, like, having her touch this prickly thing and, like, push yes, her hand he's, on he's it. he's being violent. And yeah. so at this point when he's getting chased, I'm like, seems about right. Like, yeah. no, like so, yeah. so M3, can, I think that's earlier on. I think that's before. And then... He literally does just completely tumble down and fall, and it's not her it's fault. It's not her fault. But the ear thing was her fault. The, but. but eh. Exactly. <laughs> so that happens before any of the neighbor stuff. So I'm so, okay with that. Or at least before the neighbor dies. So yeah. you're kind of on, and we don't know that the dog is dead. So we're on yeah. her side at this point. Mm-hmm. And then the neighbor dies, and the officer was like, okay, this is our second time talking to you, Gemma, because you were just at that other place where the kid died. Yeah. And then he mentioned something like, oh, yeah, and there was a bit of the kid's ear, and he laughs, the cop. That was another time? Yes, that was that was yeah, when okay. the neighbor died. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so he laughs, and he's like, I shouldn't be laughing. And it's like, yeah, yeah why are you laughing? And, but <laughs> that was funny. Like, yeah. again, I'm, I know, like, me going over, and this joke was funny, and this joke is funny, is not yeah, entertaining, yeah. but I'm just trying to highlight, like, as much as these things were scary or like mm-hmm. fucked up, they were also funny. Yeah. So yeah, I think the main thing. So basically, you're on her side until you're not. But I think the main thing also that we notice that, and you're not on her side for majority of it. <sighs> it just felt like I was, but okay. <laughs> I don't um, think so. <laughs> it really felt like I was. That was the one situation when you're on her side is that bully kid. Hmm. Okay. And when she was like, <laughs> the different times where she's like, uh, eat your vegetables. And she's like, no, I don't want to. She's like, no, you have to eat it. And then she's like, you know, forcing kids to eat vegetables, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, I got it. Turn off. And she's like, what did she say? She's like, like, are you sure about that? Yeah. You really want me to turn off? Like, Yeah. Like, but she uh, she says something like, are you sure about that? I'm not at full charge. Or she says she has a cover line afterwards, but the first yeah, yeah. part of the line is very intimidating. Yeah. And so, it's just like each time it gets more intense. It's like, <laughs> and again, early on, we could see how it worked. For some reason, Katie loves going to the bathroom and not flushing the toilet and not washing yeah. her hands. Multiple times, M. Freegan is there to tell her. And that uh, was funny too, because then, like, the last time she's like, Katie, come on. Yes. Flush it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, okay. Everything's working. And then slowly we're getting scared. Gemma is starting, which it's like Gemma. I mean, I guess I could see why it took her a moment. Cause she's like, this thing isn't made to kill. Like, why would it kill? Yeah. And also, I mean, she wasn't paying close attention because yes. she's like just doing her work. And she's like, I'm 
uh, Megan gets to take care of everything. We, we both <laughs> are stopping ourselves from saying the other thing. I keep stopping myself from saying Megan, and you keep <laughs> stopping yourself from saying M3 again. Yes. Like, you can absolutely. hear it. <laughs> um, and we're going to keep doing that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think um, the interesting thing was when she went over, like, oh, like, could she be killing or whatever or anything? Mm-hmm. She's like, uh, or even before that, I think when she just had problem like turning her off. Yeah. She said like, uh, she was talking to her colleagues and they're like, did you not put in like the parental mode? She's like, no, I had to get the prototype done. And like, I, I didn't do that yet. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I feel like other movies with this type of thing, it would be like a little more ridiculous. Like, Oh, I made this thing and here it is. Oh, and I didn't code anything to make it so I could turn it off. Ugh. Yeah, but I feel like, like part of the audio, you need to actually see your face as you were saying that because <laughs> I don't know if people would understand that you were trying to make that sound like a ridiculous thing. <laughs> oh, <okay>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Keep, well, keep anyway, uh, yeah. but the point is the way they went over that, I think, was pretty good that um, they were. You know, she's like, oh, I was, you know, cut some corners and I'm I'm going to put it in there. I just didn't quite get it yet. But mm-hmm. little did she know that it's going to acquire knowledge so quickly that you're going to get to the point that it's going to be an issue. Uh, yeah. What? So I think it's like, oh, my God, you're so stupid. But you're not like so stupid that it's like ridiculous and dumb. And, and I think, so again, true. to harp on a my one criticism, the grieving part, if they made it seem like she was a little bit more frazzled, yeah, I think yeah. that would have benefited. I agree. Um, here's a moment that I liked that I, I, I thought was a nice way of showing the intensity build. Uh, you could tell that like, obviously uh, Gemma's home is not like a kid friendly home. When Gemma arrives, like she doesn't put her glass on a coaster and then later on when, when M3 can, oh yeah sorry when Katie like, arrives what? and later on when M3 is there uh Katie doesn't put her glass on the coaster and you could see Gemma's about to say something but M3 says it instead and it's like oh you should put it on the coaster and then also educates her on like oh that's because of the condensation and Katie's like how does water get on the outside of the glass? And she's like, oh, that's because, and goes into the science, which I can't repeat because I don't even know the science. So, like, I can't. I yeah, can't, well, like, and the interesting thing was, like, you saw Gemma go, like, uh, and she's, like, trying to think, like, how does that work? And yeah. then she knows it. She's like, oh, good. It's yes. actually an answer. So, but like, the turn, for the thing where the kids just always say, why, why, why? Sure. It's like she'll actually have exactly. all the answers and have the patience to deal with it. Exactly. But the turn where you could see, uh-oh, is... Katie puts the glass on the wood co- or the wood dining table, and then Gemma looks at M. Thregan, and M. Thregan just looks back like, "Okay, it's fine." Oh, later on, later on, I-, I was wondering what we were saying with that. I think part. what we were saying because this was starting to get to the possessive turn, where I think, I think M. Thregan was like, "Well, Katie can't do anything wrong. If Katie wants to put the glass on there, who cares?" Like, I think mm-hmm. it was kind of a turn of, and also it's like, Gemma, I'm in control. 
So mm. if I don't say it, she's not going to do it. I think it was just mm. kind of like a mixture of. Okay, interesting. I love Katie and Katie could do no wrong, but also Gemma, know your place. This is an M3 <laughs> house and I, and I rule, you know, like I think that's kind of okay, what it was. Interesting. I, I didn't think that, but I, I think that makes sense. Um, But yeah, I think that the moment where it starts to get intense is when she's looking at the corrupted files that you kind of already mentioned. Mm-hmm. And then, M. Threegan's there and she's just like, what are you looking at? Because you can tell because she connects to that Alexa system that they have. And the Alexa system says like, are you okay? And Gemma's like, you're not supposed to ask me how I feel. Yeah. And then she closes her laptop and sees that M. Threegan's there. And it's Mm -mm -mm. the first sign that she is connecting to all of the devices, not just uh, her own robot body. Um, and so as things start to escalate, that's when it's the it's the night of the uh, reveal, reveal like a social media live thing. I forget if they said Facebook Live or Instagram Live or something, but they're they're going live on their website. I think yeah, just um, live event. yeah, this event, and uh, that's when Gemma sees a promotional video that is somewhat humorous because it has snippets of the CEO being like, well, I guess the first part is. Katie being like, yeah, my parents died and M. Threegan has been here for me and she's so much fun. And she's saying all the positive things, but also reflecting on the fact that her parents died. And then yeah. it cuts the CEO being like, kids are going to love this. Even kids who don't have dead parents. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, what the fuck is wrong with the CEO? <laughs> um, and I think that's when uh, Gemma is like, well, she had already felt this way, but f- for sure is like, we need to take Kate, or I need to take Katie home. This is over, which is good because yes, Katie should have never been the spokesperson for this yeah. doll, like whatever. But before that, she was already getting scared by um, her mm-hmm. actions because she's making the connection, like, oh my god, you killed the neighbor, and you kill. She thinks she killed the kid, which yeah. you know, technically she didn't. Uh, <laughs> but she's like, this is bad, and her uh, coworkers are like, she doesn't kill, like whatever. Yeah. So, but she's like, I, I think something's up. Something's up, you know? So yeah. anyway, she leaves and they are trying. I, I think that's when uh, Gemma calls her coworker, but she, Gemma thinks she's speaking to her coworker, but she's actually speaking to M. Threegan. Yeah. Because uh, M. Threegan has used this trick before where she pretends to be the neighbor calling the dog. Or the dog uh, yeah, barking for the voice. exactly. So now she does it again, imitating the coworker's voice, and the coworker realizes after like, wait a minute, in the code it shows that she called my phone number, but oh my god, da da da! Like she realizes yeah. it then. But anyway, and then he goes to unplug her, and he like hits her extremely hard. Yes, with which stick. is like that's not smart. Yeah, when she does come alive, she is going to be fucked up, and then she freaking. yeah she ties the thing around his neck uh and then creates an explosion yeah luckily they don't die but it seemed like they could have uh but who does die well the ceo because then she goes on her infamous uh dancing hallway sequence that we all like yeah we all know it we all have seen it and that's again my other critique wish it was longer wish the hallway was longer wish that <laughs> she had more room to just keep Dance dancing 
but she then grabs a paper cutter blade, uses it as a massive knife. Um, or a sword. Or a sword, yes. Uh, and then kills the CEO, which you were kind of like, why did she kill the CEO? Yeah. And I was kind of like, yeah, I guess he wasn't really fighting her. If he had said, no, you can't leave, I need to my, do... Yeah, my my only thought was... So, so the question is, did she seek him out and kill him? Or was she going down the hallway to leave and then she saw him? Because if it's the latter, then it makes sense. Where I, I think it was. If she that. just happened to see him, then it's like she knows he's not going to let me leave and I want to get out of here. Sure, yeah. So, so just cutting his... Because he yeah. runs away. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, she kills him. Then she kills the assistant of the CEO, which that's another storyline that I was kind of confused by because originally when we see the perpetual pet and we see the knockoff version, we then, when M. Thregan is uh, demonstrated, we see that the assistant to the CEO takes the code for M. Thregan and, like, puts it on his hard drive. And so I thought, oh, he's been leaking the technology used for their toys so that other people are making knockoffs, right? Yeah. So that's he's what I going thought. to leak M3 again, and then there's gonna be a knockoff M3 again or something, right? Yeah. But instead, it, it I don't really know. I think that was his intention. And maybe he did. Which that which is definitely that going to sequel. be the sequel. Yeah. Oh, I cannot fucking wait. I cannot wait. Oh my god! Okay, okay, we'll talk about that at the end. But yeah, it was a little confusing that then when Megan interacts with him, she's like, uh, "Oh, she's she's feeding him the story of what people are going to think because they're not going to think that she killed the CEO." And she's like, "Oh, you killed him because you were taking files." And he found out, and you had to kill him, and then you felt so bad, you killed yourself, and whatever. Yes. Um, but the the interesting point was, she was like, you steal files, and uh, not that you were going to do anything with them, but you just wanted the rush. And it's like, okay, so did he not give them to anybody, it, or is it, she just that, saying that, that, that for slightly, her story? Exactly, for that was slightly confusing. And again, it still I, I think it. Yeah, I think it absolutely is that he was trying to sell the information. I think so. Um, yeah. But yeah, again, we'll we'll probably get a flashback to this in M three Gen two point and like yeah. that, that's what it'll M four Gen. Wait, what? M four Gen. What's M4? Oh, oh, because it's the next number. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It's definitely M3 Gen 2.0. <laughs> it, it absolutely, right? Like, yeah. That, that's or a it. different name. No, it's like, it's, uh, what, what was the knockoff name of? I, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember, but yeah. You have to maybe, think of what, what a knockoff name would be Mandy. Which, well, how do you make that into... That's not totally a knockoff. Name, yeah. Though. Anyway, anyway, That's let's just... let's wrap this up because we're getting, we're <laughs> okay, getting lost. Okay. But, like, uh, she then obviously gets in the car. She looks amazing. Gets in the super <laughs> nice car. <laughs> like, it's everything... The thing that we haven't really focused on, everything M. Thregan does is stylish. Cool. <laughs> looks okay. amazing. Like, so when she gets in the car, even when she enters the home... 
she like takes her sunglasses off and is like, I'm home. Like she, everything she does looks cool uh-huh. until it's frightening, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then one of the specific moments where I think they could have done a jump scare, but they didn't, was when she is in the home of Gemma and uh, I, Gemma can tell someone's there and you think, okay, M3 is going to pop out. That's yeah. obviously how they're going to do this. Yeah, my heart was just racing that whole time. Because it's like a, ju- it's a, a perfect opportunity for yeah. a jump scare. Instead, you just hear the piano quietly playing Titanium, which is a perfect song for M3 again because it is talk. It's very menacing and like basic. Well, when she's when she's singing, yeah, it, yeah. yeah, she's singing it very quietly. But it's insane that that's how she wanted to make her entrance. But yeah. she's like, okay, I'm going to play the piano, and I'm playing Titanium, and I'm doing that because Gemma's going to know what's up and know that you can't fuck with me again. Yeah. <laughs> just like, so that it, happened. It was, it was also, it was just a, a very interesting setup there because then you're like, oh, my God, wait, she's not going to kill Gemma because if she kills Gemma, Katie is not going to be on her side. And, like, what's her excuse for that well so like what's gonna happen she she also says i can't kill you because that's gonna bring more attention to me yeah and and katie like it's it's not gonna really work yeah. if a nine-year-old her only guardian is a robotic doll like that's yeah, not yeah. gonna like fly for long right so she knows that she needs Gemma as the guardian yeah but she's like you need to know your place yeah so I'm in charge Mm -hmm. and they have this fight that is kind of like more of her being like, okay, I need you to get in line. And then she's like, well, actually if I paralyzed you, you could still way later, but yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah. That that was crazy. She's like, if I take this pen, Yes. And, which, and it's which, like the pen that she uses where she goes like, do you see this pen? And then she's able to turn her off. When she was getting a little bit scared about M. Thregan's like, that was, that was yeah, when that's how she turned she off. She was like, Megan. did you kill those people? And yeah. M. Thregan's kind of like, maybe. Like she, she says <laughs> something where it's like, she's not saying no. Yeah. So yeah. maybe. And then and, uh, she but tries yeah, to do then, it again. The pen yeah, trick. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then I'm saying when she says like, uh, that she's gonna paralyze her. She's like, you see this pen, and you're like, oh my god, yeah. she's pulling the pen on her. And yeah. then she's like, I could use this to just hit a certain part of your brain and just paralyze you, and you won't be able to talk or move. Mm-hmm. That would be perfect. And blah blah. blah. She's mm-hmm. like about to do and it. And then she's like, like maybe you'll appreciate me more. It's yeah. like, oh fuck me. Like <laughs> she's just like every this. This is where the complete turn has happened. Uh, um, it happened before that. With the hallway dancing, oh my god, it's it's hard to not be like she did not need to kill the CEO. She didn't need Uh to do it. Yeah, but she did it in a way where it's like, okay, well, what the dancing? It was perfect. I'm sorry, that moment was. It was not good that she killed the CEO or the assistant. But you know, (laughs) we got the dancing out of it. I'm sorry. All I'm saying is everything Megan does is like stylish. It's entertaining Uh to watch. Yes, she shouldn't have killed those people. I get it. But (laughs) anyway. Okay. Anyway, by the end, uh, Buddy, the other robot that we can't think of because they're not as stylish as (laughs) M3N. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Um, 
he comes into play because uh, Katie was taught how to use him. So Katie saves Gemma. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like this back and forth fight because at a certain point, M3gan's like, bitch, Katie? Okay, mm-hmm. Katie. She's like, I've... you ungrateful? Yeah, yeah. She, she, she literally is like, you ungrateful bitch. I've been your friend. And this is how you were... Like, yeah. she's literally furious. <laughs> um, and then eventually... Even after Buddy is a big, bulky robot, Buddy tears her apart. Doesn't matter. She yeah. doesn't. She doesn't need a torso or legs. She's yeah. M three again. She could just <laughs> use her arms, and it's fine. But then that's when the reference from before comes back, where we understand how to turn her off. Her brain or whatever is the little box that we saw yeah. in Buddy. Uh, Gemma rips the face off. We see it, and that's what she stabs with. Katie like a, does. Katie, yes, stabs with like a screwdriver or something. Yeah. So the movie ends again, setting up the sequel where she leaves. Like, or I'm sorry, Gemma and Katie leave. The officers are there, so it's like, oh, they're going to safety, and then we could see behind them the Alexa device that they have turns on. And it has like this like light that almost looks like a blinking eye that then yeah. looks their direction. So you could tell like M Threegan is now linked to that house or linked to that mm-hmm. type of like the technology used for uh, that Alexa device. I just and, realized we shouldn't be saying the wake word. Oh for yeah, that. sorry. Okay, the <laughs> echo device. Yeah. Sorry, I'm so sorry if that <laughs> actually did. If anybody, I would be very interested to find out anybody who listens to this like on speaker like and then it's but yeah anyway i'm sorry if i did that many times um (laughs) but you could tell that at least you didn't say like order pizza or something sure you could tell that m3 again has now linked up to the echo device that they have in this movie which i don't remember what it's called but uh it's like elise or something something yeah it's not in the wikipedia so i'm not seeing it maybe i i don't see it in here but yeah anyway um yeah, a perfect setup. So now now that we have gone into this. But that's interesting. It's the perfect setup. But then the question is, is there a Megan 2? Here's, here's M3 Gen 2.0. Here's what my, yeah. my predictions. Okay. It's not only going to be this Echo device. It's going to be the knockoff um, M3 Gen. The one that the assistant sold to whatever. Like, yeah. he, he did sell it. And they were making a knockoff version. And yes, maybe there's horrible press that M3gan went on a murdering spree and killed <laughs> the CEO for Funky. But that yeah. doesn't matter. This one isn't $10,000. This one <laughs> is more affordable for people. Yeah, so, it's cheaper, which means it's definitely safer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and I like I don't want to think that it's, it's going to be an army of M3 guns, <laughs> but it's definitely going to be a this da- a dance troupe of M3 guns. <sighs> I hope so. I, I hope so. But it's going to definitely be a knockoff version of M3 gun, the Echo device, and maybe something else. Maybe maybe the original M3 gun also somehow comes back into play, hmm. and they are on the hunt for Gemma and Katie. Oh man. And they're like, "Oh, no. This is this is pure revenge. I don't care about I don't care about world domination. I don't care about any of that shit. I care about the bitch that fucked me over. <laughs> <laughs> like and I and I'm coming for them." 
That's that's my prediction. Do you have any predictions for M3 Gen 2.0, including the title? I mean, I think that it definitely could be the classic. She's in that one LC, and now she infiltrates the network and is in all LCs. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so that could be one, which, eh. Um, and I think the knockoff one could definitely be one, but that would be difficult to sell because it's like, okay, so we're going to trust a cheap version of yes. the thing that killed people? Yes, because kids like it, and this one doesn't kill people yet. You know, like, yes, yeah. absolutely. Like, we coded in something that makes her not kill people. Yeah. And yeah. and maybe it's been on the market for, like, two years. Like, by the time, by the we, time see, we see it. Yeah, yeah, by the time we see the movie, the, it's been safe. There's been no incidents. Everything, everyone loves their M3 gun knockoff. Yeah. And then that's what she's like, okay, time to start my plan. And my plan mm. is to kill Gemma. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I, know. This movie was fun. I loved it. I yeah, want to great. watch it again. Um, and I think that, you know, I think this movie, I think the trailer, a lot of people saw like that it was funny, right? Like the dance yeah. sequence definitely sold people on the movie, right? But I think that also this movie is a comedy because I'm looking, I'm looking at the uh, classifications here on IMDb and it's like horror, sci-fi, thriller. But I absolutely think it should say comedy. Yeah. Because it's funny. It's a funny movie. And so that's why I'm I liked it so much, I think, because instead of being like terrified and that tense, I was like having fun. I was like, oh, this is like I'm laughing. Like I wasn't expecting to laugh so much. I was yeah. expecting to be uh thoroughly entertained by dance sequences, <laughs> but I wasn't expecting to laugh at multiple moments in the movie. Yeah. And yeah. and unfortunately. Root for M. Thregan. I was rooting oh for her God. for at a certain point. So, Jeez. you know, uh, she, yes, I, I that ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I think insane. I think it's hard for people to argue that this is a bad. I I don't know what people would think would be bad about this movie. So I'm yeah. not actually shocked by its overall positive reception. I think that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, I I I had a great time. I look forward to watching it again. And again, I've mentioned this before in our most anticipated episode. I need merchandise. That is another criticism I'll give just to the marketing department. They've Mm -hmm. done such a great job marketing this movie. But where's all the merch? Why don't I have an M3GAN hoodie? Why don't (laughs) I have an M3GAN sticker? Where where are they? Yeah. I'm ready to buy it. You know? like Yeah. I, it makes me so mad when I like something so much and I'm ready to own things and they don't make anything. Yeah. And then it's like I have to go to Etsy and try to find it before it gets pulled. <laughs> like, okay, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyway, had a great time. Uh, I'm assuming if you listened to this, you also watched it. So I'm assuming you also enjoyed it. But if you, for some reason, listen to all of this, I still think we, there's no way we could sell how how much fun this movie was no even with spoiling it so watch the movie yeah absolutely all right do you have anything else to say or should we end the show let's end it all right bye bye